generations of people who looked like me were subjugated and stigmatized, and the subtle and not-so-subtle ways that race and class continue to shape our lives. In perhaps the most telling part of Obama's prologue to Audacity, he makes a direct reference to his own father. Someone once said that every man is trying to either live up to his father's expectations or make up for his father's mistakes— and I suppose that may explain my particular malady as well as anything else. Like many Americans, President Obama can trace the ancestral background on his mother's side to a broad mix of European blood. He is, apparently, about 37% English, with additional contributions from German, Irish, Scottish, Welsh, and Swiss forebears. Many white Americans descended from European stock share a similarly rich mixture of old-world genes. On his father's side, however, the genetic makeup is much simpler. He is 50% African, descended from a long line of Luo tribal warriors who originally lived in the Sudan, and over the centuries migrated south and east across more than 600 miles of desert, swamp and jungle, before eventually settling around the shores of Lake Victoria in Kenya. I am a documentary filmmaker with a long-standing interest in Africa. Over the years, I've visited Africa dozens of times, but I've not worked in Kenya since 1987. Within just a couple of weeks of Obama's election as the new president, I flew to Kenya with the intention of researching a film about the village where his family originated. I met many members of the Obama family, Some had been in the media spotlight in the run-up to the election, but there were many more whose voices had never been heard. Even though I only scratched the surface of the history of the Obamas and the Luo people on this first visit, I realized that there was a fascinating story to be told. Putting the documentary on hold, I decided that the story of Obama's family and the extraordinary history of the Luo people could best be told in a different way. This book, then, is the fruit of several more visits to the shores of Lake Victoria and to the part of western Kenya that is called Luuland. Barack Obama's upbringing and education in America and Indonesia have been well covered elsewhere, both by the President himself and by other writers. I hope, therefore, that this book will offer some insight into the little-known half of President Barack Obama the half of him that is Luo and that comes from a long line of formidable African warriors. Of this rich family lineage, the president himself is only vaguely aware. In 2006, President Obama made his third visit to Kenya, but this time it was in an official capacity as a member of the U.S. Senate. He upset many senior Kenyan politicians on that trip because of his outspokenness against corruption but the ordinary people loved him. His visit was brief, and he had only a short time to visit the village where his father grew up. His relatives told me that he had less than 45 minutes to meet his extended family, who lined up by the dozen in the hot equatorial sun outside Sarah Obama's hut, waiting for their few brief seconds with their most favoured son. Barack Obama's aunt, his closest living Kenyan relative, showed me with obvious pride the set of drinking glasses she'd been given on that visit. Yet sad to say, in the few seconds that she spent with her nephew, Hawa Alma did not have time to tell him about the extraordinary story of how his grandfather fell in love with his grandmother, 
nor the tragic circumstances of their separation. Charles Lewitch did not tell the senator his suspicions about how Barack Obama Sr. really died in 1982, nor have his father's friends ever had the chance to tell Barack Obama about the parties they had together at Harvard as students in the mid-60s. Despite his American upbringing, President Obama has attained the position of a near demigod in Kenya. Like all African tribes, the Luo have a rich anthology of proverbs and sayings, one of which strikes me as particularly poignant. What in what? Kinship is kinship, which loosely translated means blood is thicker than water. The Luo will never consider Obama to be a white man. Regardless of where he was raised or what he might say or do, they will always see him as an African, a true Luo with an ancestry that can be traced back.